Hello, and welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through this global pandemic without going completely bananas. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir, and today is Thursday, April 30th. So as you know, we're here for you to offer comfort and support during this scary and uncertain time. We also want to hear from you. So you can email us at kateanddory at gmail.com or call us at 781 591-0390. Let us know how you're feeling, what you're up to, if you have any questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions. We would love to hear it all. We would. And Kate, I would love to hear what you were up to last night. <laughs> because you read about it and now Maybe. you want me to talk about it? Maybe. <laughs> all right. So let me preface this by saying I was feeling very overwhelmed yesterday. Set the um, scene. Okay. Well, Look, I am really struggling with working from home. Now, yeah. let me also say, boy, am I lucky to have work that I can do from home. And I am currently em- employed with you, Dory, in our own business. Yes. So, And as a writer. So I'm able to, I still have work and income. Thank goodness. However, it's really hard to do the amount of work I used to do in like the weird, like school wrap together two hours I might have now to do work because I'm constantly Mm -hmm. really working with my kids and also I cannot focus like I need to be in like quiet alone to work I can't it's very hard for me to sit at the kitchen table while like two kids are talking to me and get my work Uh, done so who can work like that I mean, honestly, my husband actually is really good at that. He's very, the way he is, is that he can sit and work while chaos is around him. Mm, you know, it's who he is. I am, I am kind of like that too. Like I can just kind of zone out and focus. Like Matt will say something to me and I like won't even hear him. That's how Anthony is. I, there's yeah. no there's no world in which that's possible for me. I hear everything. I'm aware of everything. Um, I don't, I don't zone out like that. And so this has just become really challenging for me. So anyway, so I was really grumpy about that and frustrated. And then I did the, you know, the, the biweekly grocery trip, which is incredibly draining, um, for whatever reason. And I was, I was feeling frustrated at the way people were not social distancing at my local Costco, it was as if they had never heard the term. And it made me frustrated because masks are required, but it was as if people thought with the masks, they could just be within like six inches of you. And Mm. it was really aggravated about that. So I was just in a shitty mood. My kids were being jerks and I was being a jerk to them. So anyway, I was having all the feelings And when I got home, you know, we ordered pizza, which was lovely. My husband dealt with bedtime and dog and dishes and all that stuff. And I I did some work. And then I took a bite of a marijuana edible. And I want to say that I am really sheepish when it comes to talking about marijuana. Um, One, because people always assume that I have smoked a lot of pot because my favorite band is fish. And I actually haven't. It's never worked for me. I don't. I've never really partaken in it until very recently when it became legal here in California. Mm-hmm. And I was able to actually like go somewhere and have somebody explain to me what stuff does. And I could say, well, I have anxiety and I have this and I have that. Like I can't, you know, anyway. Um, so I still feel a little like shy talking about it. But last night, Dory, I took a 
spite of You're amongst friends, Kate. Am I? There's a lot of people. There are people listening to this podcast. (laughs) So I took a nibble of an edible. Mm -hmm. You know, probably only about like two milligrams of THC. I don't need a lot. I just wanted to kind of like have a, have a, have a, take a, take a breath. Um, The specific gummies I was taking were the Camino Wildberry, if you are a California Mm. listener. Um, And then I put on a fish show in my headphones and I got in bed and I just laid there and listened to this fish show at a very high volume for like 45 minutes an hour. Wow. And it was amazing. It felt so good just to like lie in bed, listen to music. And also um, I was listening to a live show. So I was able to be transported to a, a live communal experience, which is, you know, I've been seeing fish shows since 1995. I've seen over a hundred. They're my, my number ones. And I'm, you know, I am sad that I'm going to probably not get to see them this summer because the concerts I was going to attend, I'm assuming are not happening. So I just was transported and I was actually able to kind of relax and it felt amazing. And I felt really happy and I was able to forget about everything going on around us from the pandemic to my own personal stresses. And so I just wanted to mention that. I'm really, really glad that you found something that brought you joy and relaxed you. Well, Dory, look, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I then I was like, why do I feel comfortable talking about having a glass of wine, but I don't feel comfortable talking about nibbling on an edible mm. you know and then I was uh, then I started thinking about that last night I was like should I mention this on here for you it feels so good I must mention it on here for you <laughs> I'm really glad you did oh, thanks I'm such a dork uh Dory so that's what I was doing yesterday <laughs> I was listening to f- my number one favorite band do you feel any better today or are you still kind of in the overwhelmed zone I do feel better today. I I was able to like the the mm, from like nine to ten thirty. My kids knew what they were doing, and they both ended up on class zooms. And I was like, I have an hour from nine thirty to ten thirty. I had an hour to work, and I was just like, I'm gonna crank some stuff out while sitting in my kitchen, and I got stuff done. So that felt productive and good. Um, and then I kind of know what's coming up for the rest of the day. So I do feel. A little bit better. Thank you very okay, much for good. asking. I'm glad. Thank I'm you. Glad thank to you. Hear that. Um, I don't have much to update on besides that the whiteboard has been installed. I know everyone was really waiting with bated breath to find out what was going to happen there, but <laughs> Dory, the whiteboard has been installed. <laughs> um, I put a quote along the top that says, "Perfect is the enemy of the good." You know that is my stepmom's favorite quote, and. It really is resonates with me. It's great. It's good job, Dory. Thank you. It's like something that I just need to remind myself of all the time. And then along the bottom, I wrote, "You got this." Oh, you do. That's so yeah. sweet. Wait, <sighs> but this is really. <laughs> I love this. I think this is really sweet. You said Matt walked by and was like, "What?" <laughs> so I also so in between the two <laughs> the two inspirational quotes. I wrote out the days of the week in different colors with the idea, I guess, that I would like, I don't know, write down my schedule or something. But 
so far all it has on each day is like what I've like what my workout has been. So on, so it says like Monday, 30 minutes of strength, Tuesday, 30 minutes of yoga. And so he walked by and he was like, wait, like, I thought you were going to put like what you had planned for each day on here, not like what you had done. And I was literally like, what do I have planned? <laughs> like, there's nothing going on. Um, I think I will like I I think it's going to I think it's going to function sort of like a big visual bullet journal for me. And I so, love that. That's a great use of it. I hope to be putting stuff on there not so much like my plans, but more like my goals or my intentions for the day, if you will. Oh, I will. And I mean, that that aligns with basically our podcast. So I feel like that's totally. a great idea. Oh, something else did happen yesterday, which is that Matt installed a doggy door to my office. Which is so great because you have problems with your dog. I <laughs> dog have needing problems? to be with you. Yes. My dog either wants to be my shadow or he's like, wait, is there something more interesting happening somewhere else in the house? And he can't open my office even if it's like cracked open he can't open my office door from the other side of the door for my office and so he was always scratching at the door and then like inevitably when I was in the middle of recording he would want to be let out of my office and it was just starting to really really bug me so Matt got a doggy door (laughs) and installed it in my office door and Bo, he's like a little hesitant about it, but he's us- he's using it. Good. Yeah. So that's I'm proud been, of him. Yeah, I am too. So that's been a big thing. Of course, Henry thinks it's like the most fun. I mean, that is, it is also like a baby drawer door. <laughs> totally. It, except on the package in like big letters, it's like not for use by children. But how are you supposed to explain that to a one-year-old who's like, it, ooh, a tiny exactly. thing I can fit through? Well, and it's big because Bo is a big dog. So it's not like he has to like squeeze himself through it. He can basically like walk through it. Um, so yeah please post a video of that please oh, I, please yes, that would make I my definitely day. will um, and then the other thing that I just want to mention is that one of I think both of our favorite uh, fashion brands small clothing brands um, shut down yesterday Elizabeth Suzanne I'm really sad about this though I should clarify I own not a single piece of Elizabeth Suzanne clothing okay. but I'm I am a deep admirer of the brand and its mission and yes. their products and yes. the community around it. And it's it's real, really um, a real big bummer. It's really sad. It's really a bummer. I do own quite a bit of Elizabeth Suzanne stuff. I'm wearing, so I'm wearing one of her jumpsuits today in her honor. And yeah, this, it just like, and I, you know, it just made me think like, we're going to be, we're going to start seeing so much more of this and it's going to be a real, real bummer. Yeah. And I'm, I'm preemptively sad about it as I'm emptively sad about Elizabeth Suzanne shutting down yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Same. <sighs> all right. So let's hear from some listeners. First of all, Kate. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Story. I must mention that occasionally we kind of offhandedly mention things on the show that it turns out listeners have very strong opinions about, one of which was buttermilk. 
Wow, as, we got so many messages about buttermilk. As previously discussed, and another one, it turns out, is paint by numbers. <laughs> Which is very cool. I love that people are up on paint by numbers because oh, I am same. certainly not. We got quite a few messages from listeners who are very into paint by numbers and they had some recommendations of websites to order paint by numbers kits from. So I'm just going to run these down right now and I will link to them in the show notes. So one of them is winniespicks.com. Okay. Um, another one is called paint the town by numbers.com. And I actually ordered, I, after I found out about this from a listener, I ordered a kit from them. They're a small shop based in Nashville and they have really cool paint by numbers kits. Unfortunately, they were sold out of their RBG paint by numbers. Um, oh, that would be cool. Yeah. But um, the rest of them did look really, really cool. So I'm excited for that. Um, and wait, what did I, I'm trying to remember what I, the specific one that I got. I got, oh yes, I got a, um, like a Western desert paint by numbers kit. Ooh. The painted that desert. beautiful. That's what okay. it's called. Um, okay. What are some other ones? Uh, paint by numbers home.com. And then another one that I think I will order from <laughs> pets by numbers.com. Yes, you will. <laughs> where you send in a photo of your pet and they send you back a custom paint by numbers kit. This is very I mean, on brand for you. They have really thought of everything. <laughs> oh, boy. you! I feel like you have more art of your dog than... You have quite a few images, right? Of You have a painting. Well, I've had professional photographs taken of him. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, I have a painting that was sent to us by an excellent adventure listener that I'm looking at right now. It's in my office. Um, I also have an illustration of my former dog, Lee, because I had written about her in the New York Times and the illustrator sent me the original illustration. So I have that too. I know. Look, I like my dogs. What can I say? I want to look at them. I respect this. I am not judging. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, So these all sound very cool. And I I hope that people buy some and get into it. Um, Okay. Moving on. We had a listener yesterday who called in because she was feeling guilty that she is the one in her family with the autoimmune disease and she was kind of wondering how to navigate that. So another listener called in with some advice. So I'm going to play this. Hey, Cat and Dora, this is Kate calling for the Here For You podcast, calling in response to the listener who says she has an autoimmune disease and is starting on a new immunosuppressant drug. I too have an autoimmune disease. I have ankylosing spondylitis and I'm on an immunosuppressant medication. I actually work as a registered nurse and due to COVID-19, I am not allowed to be exposed to the public at all, let alone go to my job. So I totally relate to the feelings of guilt that this caller was describing. The best advice I can share is that from my rheumatologist who said that it's super important for 
us folks with autoimmune diseases to stay socially distant and to be very vigilant and cautious in this time. In terms of the guilt, I totally understand that too. It's a hard thing to deal with. You feel like you may be relying on family members more. But the most important thing for me has been to do what I can inside my home to make everything seem as cozy and homey and wonderful as possible. I've been trying to cook some extra good nutritious meals for myself and my husband, trying to go on walks when it's safe to do so in a quiet neighborhood at off-peak times, and really getting myself absorbed in my knitting projects. So perhaps the listener could try some crafting just as a a change, a change of pace and something to help distract them from those guilt feelings. But as a medical professional myself, I advise this listener, please don't feel guilty. Feelings of guilt and stress can often make autoimmune symptoms worse. So if you can, reduce your stress, cook some great food, hug your kiddos, and try a craft. Okay, thanks so much for your wonderful podcast. I love listening to you guys. Have a good one. Bye. What great feedback and thoughts and advice and solidarity. Right? I love our listeners. Thank you. Yeah, that was amazing. Thank you for calling in. Um, Kate, do you want to read this email? Hi, Kate and Dory. I fully support any and all Hallmark movie watching, holiday or otherwise. They usually release a seasonally appropriate movie every Saturday. The next set, I believe, starts mid-May and will probably be summer ones. Smiley face emoji. They also have a secondary channel called Movies and Mysteries that will have perfectly cozy mystery shows. Pretty much all I've been able to watch lately are baking shows, just finished another season of Great British Bake Off, etc. But I have recently found a new perfect show the baker and the beauty it's on abc and three episodes have aired so far based on an israeli show and it looked cute a rom-com where a cute cuban baker american version is set in miami somehow runs into an international superstar and sparks fly question mark exclamation point (laughs) so i thought the premise was cute and then i watched it it gave me the most joy that anything has in weeks i swear to you it's so cute i'm already invested in the characters and i will be watching episode three on my Work from home lunch break today. I can't wait. Give it a try. Okay, done. So there done is a, done. there's a huge billboard for this show on my block, like on the corner. And I've been like, what is this show? Well, now we know. <laughs> now we know. Um, I too am looking forward to watching this. This sounds right up my alley. It's like Notting Hill esque. Right. <laughs> totally. Totally. Um, all right. A couple days ago, I got on a soapbox. I got on my soapbox about um, if you are able to take your children to get vaccinated. And a pediatrician wrote in to support my soapbox. So I'm just going to read this message of validation, if you don't mind, Kate. <laughs> no, Dory, embrace that soapbox. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm a pediatrician on the East Coast, and I wanted to echo Dory's sentiment on the importance of vaccines for children. At my practice, we put a lot of thought and effort in creating a safe system for kids to keep up to date on their vaccines while keeping families safe. We were having kids come in for a quick in and out visit to get weighed, measured, and vaccinated on a floor completely separate from where we are seeing sick kids. We are then scheduling a telemedicine visit at a later time in order to be able to chat with families and get all their questions answered without feeling stressed or rushed about being 
being out with their child. This message is less about our specific system and more just to provide an example and reassurance that pediatric practices are aware of families' anxieties about taking their kids out and are going to great lengths to keep you safe. With a little added vigilance, a trip to the pediatrician for routine vaccines is a lot easier than the alternative preventable disease epidemic like measles or polio. Thank you, pediatrician. Do you feel for weighing in? Good. Yay. Um. All right. We had we had a couple of lovely messages from listeners um, who are like doing nice things with their partners, and I wanted us to uh, to play them. Well, one of them is a voicemail. One of them is an email. So here is voicemail. Hi, Kat and Dor. This is Alex calling from Cincinnati. I wanted to share a here-for-you tip about um, what my boyfriend and I do at the end of the workday. We're both working from home right now, and it's crazy. And so we signal the end of the workday by telling our smart speaker to play TSF Jazz, which is the jazz station from Paris. So it's six hours ahead from where we are. So we get the middle of the night jazz around dinner time, which means that there's no break-in for news or anything. Although even when we do hear the news, it's in French, and that's not a big deal because neither of us are fluent in French. But I really like the lady who does the interludes between the, between the songs, and she goes, La Sœur Radio, sans profond jazz. And it just makes me feel really French and like I'm living a different life than this one trapped in this apartment. So anyway... I hope everybody's hanging in there. Take care. So delightful. I'm going to do that tonight. I love right? this. Also, yes. your French is amazing, listener. So Yeah. Yeah. Love I, that I, I was soothed by hearing you. Mm-hmm. Dory, hey, should I read you, this email? You'd better read this email. Oh, my gosh. This is this is meant for me. <laughs> Kat and Dora, here's a maybe not new but fun idea for anyone during quarantine. Last night, my boyfriend set up a candlelit dinner complete with tablecloth, flowers, and nice wine. He told me to dress up in something nice and surprised me with the rest, including my favorite ultra-fancy meal of hot dogs and mac and cheese. There was even entertainment. He prepared a lip-sync rendition of A Little Bit Alexis from Schitt's Creek complete with the dance moves. We then slow danced the night away. It was just so nice to feel like we were doing something fun and special when we were just at home. Like Kate and her eyeliner, it felt good to do my makeup all fancy and get dressed up. Could be a fun activity for anyone. Make it a fancy night with your kiddos or with yourself or your partner or whoever you're quarantined with. Love always, Allie. Um, why am I not married to Allie's boyfriend? I mean... <laughs> Could Allie's boyfriend be your dream man? <laughs> I mean, look, my husband is my dream man and he is perfect, but he would not do a lip sync rendition of a little rendition, <laughs> rendition of a little bit of Alexis, which I love. Uh, oh. Allie, that sounds you amazing. A, you, you got a good one. It's a keeper, Allie. Yes. Um, all right. Our word of the day is space. And... I meant this in both the physical and the mental ways, giving yourself some space, whether that means some mental space or your own physical space, just to take that space for yourself, like claim that space. Okay. I can do that. Okay, great. Mental space. And also maybe like blasting off into space. Oh, we're blasting off into space. (laughs) Yes, totally. (laughs) 
Um, all right. Our activity for the day comes courtesy of a listener who writes, I'm a public librarian in New York City, and I really miss interacting with my patrons and discovering new books. Nevertheless, I thought I'd suggest a fun and interesting activity. My library is offering free access to Ancestry.com from home. Ooh. If you don't already have a library card, you can sign up for an e-card. In the meantime, be sure to check your local public library's website to see what they're offering. I've really been enjoying researching my family history, and I'm sure other listeners would too. What a cute idea. I love it. Love it. I've done some ancestry digging and I really enjoy it. So this is a great hot tip and I love that it's free free access. That's so cool. So cool. Thank you so much for this tip. Um, Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow and we're here for you. Yes, we are. Thanks. Bye. Bye.